brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hey, welcome everybody to this sud segment where we'll stay almost six feet away from anything but a great beer. Hey, uh, today we're actually going to have a bottle share. Let me introduce everybody here on our episode for today. Joining me here at the table is good old boy Dave. Greetings, citizens. Marvel at the sight of my well-oiled, glistening masculinity. Oh, please don't even begin to flex doing that. <laughs> Welcome to the gun show. Wow. Yeah, I just uh, saw a row of people in Kansas City go, please, just stop. Stop it. <laughs> For sure. Uh, joining me here at Radio Right is good old boy Kendall. It's a pleasure to be here. My name is Kendall. I'm a model. My favorite part of my body is my broad shoulders. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, maybe it isn't a pleasure to be here. So we still refer you to he and him, correct? I think so. Ooh. Let me check. <laughs> yeah, if you've never picked up, the only qualified person that's sitting here is Kendall. Yes. The rest of us are just faking it. So, yeah, we're, we're all hoping for uh, <laughs> the uh, the big rubber stamp someday. We're sitting in his shadow. Rubber something. Not worthy. <clears throat> hey, I'm good old boy Mike. I forgot to introduce myself. That's okay. And at Radio Left here is good old boy Drew. Hello, how are you all today? Oh, I love that voice. (laughs) He's got a face for radio. Indeed. I've said it for years. It's only $8.99 a minute. Go ahead. Thank you, credit card. Thankfully, the face is behind the mask. (laughs) No one cared who I was until I put it on. (laughs) And debating whether she's going to bolt out of the chair, it's good old gal, Juliana. You know... I have a voice, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And some people like mine as well. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) Wow. $2.99 a minute, babe. So this episode degraded at what, Mark? Five Uh, minutes and 20 seconds? Oh, not that far. Dude, it was two minutes and 48 seconds. I just want to make sure I know (laughs) exactly. Negative three minutes. Hey, uh, this is Subsudden and Smokes, where we talk about everything good in life that's worth discussing. Allegedly. And this is almost a one-hour episode that is mildly entertaining for about 27 minutes. So, uh, <laughs> 27. Hey, you know, I'm aspirational. He's such an optimist. Right. Uh, like I mentioned earlier on today's episode for the Sud segment, it is a bottle share. So uh, this is uh, kind of the way we do it here, um, is that everybody brings in something that's in a brown paper bag, and we don't reveal uh, what's going on until everybody actually is tasted or commented on it. So that's what we're going to do. Each host has brought something, and we'll be tasting and sharing our tasting notes and doing a big reveal after each one. That's what she said. <laughs> but before we get uh, started with the bottle share, this sud segment is brought to you by... You're a grown-up, so now it's time to act and drink like one. You want whiskey, but without all that 
alcohol. In comes Whiskey AF, the alcohol-free whiskey experience, made from artisanal rainwater hand-collected by Aborigines, then barrel-aged to give the look of bourbon without the burn. Whiskey AF, it's not the real thing, it's better. <laughs> you know that's a real thing now, right? I'm sure. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh. Like, they are making alcohol-free whiskey. Well, there you go. That's no. sacrilege. It is, truly. Next summer of question That explains decisions. a whole section of Canada that I was just really wonder what's going on up there. You know, it's like, what do you do up there? You know, when people say, <laughs> do you know where your children are? You know, they're out drinking alcohol-free whiskey. That's, that's what's going on. Yeah, that's apparently a thing. Well, bottle shares, like everything else, must and will adapt to the new rules after COVID nineteen. There may be, there may as many, there may as many bottles of hand centers <laughs> sitting around. Who wrote this? There may be, there may be <laughs> as many bottles of hand sanitizer sitting around as there are bottles of beer, but we'll get by. Today, each host has a beer that they've been drinking lately, or that they wanted to share with the rest of us. We're all wearing masks, and we're all about six feet away from each other. That's not far enough away from some people. Wow. Uh, we're still a bunch of friends, uh, but we really are we? <laughs> but we were really uh, sharing a few beers. <laughs> I thought the script says beats, Mike. It are does. We sharing- <laughs> it does. Beats, bears, Battlestar Listen, are we sharing about as many beers or beats when I wrote this as you have? When you're reading, I was looking so, forward to the beat share later. I think he was doing some research with Bud Light Lime while he was typing. I might have put probably about, was. I might have put seven or eight of those down before I wrote this. You know, beats are a little earthy, but they're a good, good uh, I like vegetable, right? Oh my gosh, they and there's like, so many colors. You know, I, I love to roast them and put them on a salad. It's they like taste a like rainbow. sweet dirt. Kendall, I will share beats with you any day. Oh, <laughs> to the both of you. Do you like yellow ones or red ones? Red ones. You like the red ones. Okay. I like the purple ones. Cur- purple. I've, I've never had golden yellow ones. Beat. Are really good too. Golden are ones they really? are really good. I like golden beets. Are they, they as sweet as the other beets? Not quite as sweet. Um, Maybe that would be better. We'll have to do a show on beets. butter and salt. <laughs> Just not put Dave in charge of writing the, the script. Well, you know what. <laughs> Well, uh, it's a pretty rare occasion that uh, we've asked good old gal Juliana to read our such ratings for today. Ooh, this is a rare treat. Okay, look. <laughs> I'm just doing it in my own dialect. We're going to be discussing and rating these beers with these suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. And forever, I'm a Pennsylvania girl. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Or a Keystone Light. Okay. <laughs> In day, Keystone Light was Would it be fine. a tall boy? <laughs> Would be a tall boy. Number two, was that a belch? Or an East Pennsylvania accent. There's a difference <laughs> there, buddy. There's a difference. Number three, ah. <sighs> What a relief. We're not in PA. (laughs) You know what? You can just stay with the Tennessee girl, okay? (laughs) I think that's what you say every time you drive over to Jersey, out of Pennsylvania. Ah, we're at a relief. (laughs) Wow. (sighs) 
And I, he's talking about New Jersey. Yeah, I was yeah, about to say. Right. I never, okay, I never thought Pennsylvania breathe. was that bad. Is that the good part of Jersey? <laughs> is there one? There is saying, a that good exists. <laughs> there is a good part of Jersey. Well, it's we that, hope so. It's that like six feet where you see you're leaving New Jersey right. <laughs> as you as you go into the Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah, oh. yeah. Sequacus, right? Oh, excuse me, Sequacus, Sequacus, New York. Really, really. East okay. Meadowlands. Okay, can we come on, you? We need to keep going. <laughs> Number four, a body should really not make that sound. Uh, a miracle if anybody has one of those today. You know, people just don't understand. Okay, they That's just don't. You Southerners just don't get it. You Southerners. <laughs> Number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another now. Yes, my, my aggressive Pennsylvania charm. What Southerners? I'm from Michigan. I was about yeah, to say. I would like to point out that that this this Pennsylvania girl used barbecue as a uh, word to describe a gathering and not a food. So. Whoa! That's definitely going... <laughs> you're going native now. <laughs> yeah, you know? I know. <laughs> you know, should we just charge you income tax in Pennsylvania just to make you feel a little more at home? Is that what we should do? Really? Yeah. Please don't be mad, Pennsylvania. After, and get rid of the clothing tax then? After 15 years and marrying a local. Holy crap. I mean, you know, I don't know how more native you can go. Yeah. Okay, look. Yeah. You married I a was, local. I was blindsided by the beer shirt. What can I say? <laughs> and it was a crappy beer fest at that, that. I was extremely charming. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks for uh, reading our Suds ratings for today and insulting some of the uh, folks in the great state of Pennsylvania. So, and, and Jersey. The, yeah. And Jersey. Let's just and that. roll in the whole Northeast. Hey, Excuse you? <laughs> let's get around to our beer share. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, good old boy Kendall. Uh, we managed to uh, pour some of the beers, you know, uh, while we were kind of going through the intro. And um, what's everybody think about it before he tells us? So... I was saying that Kendall is a session beer hound. He just loves session beers. I mean, that's true. He, I mean, he walks around with a twelve pack of Founders, you know, uh, all day long. Of uh, all day IPA, all the all day IPA, uh, all day, all day IPA, all day long. All, all, I can't even say it. Uh, and the uh, what's the lager? The golden, um, just the <laughs> oh, golden uh, lager. The golden lager is that, lager is that what it's called? The golden lager. Yeah, that's what I thought it was called. It's, you know. I knew it had a really simple name to it. Solid gold. That's, that's what it's called. It. Solid gold. There Solid gold. Go. There we so, go. Thank you. Ha ha. Um, it's good beer. Uh, I thought it was a session IPA. It was my best guess. Um, I liked it. It was crushable. Yeah. I could drink good a lot bitterness. more. I'm making it. Yeah, it's good. I love. That's one of the reasons I love this beer. Solid yeah. bitterness. Uh, it's not complicated. Uh, Grid hop profile. Yeah, it's fresh. Very I, fresh. I appreciate the pine in this. Thank you very much, pine. Kendall, because I don't mean to be mean. I enjoy a good New England IPA when I can, but I'm just getting a little sick of New England IPAs that are just right. OJ. Sometimes no you got to go west, you know, mm-hmm. a little more no, west. No, I like, I like the pine trees in this. Thank yeah, you very, very west. much. Yeah. Hmm. What, what, is it Sierra Nevada? We'll we'll, uh, we'll write this after the break. Yeah, and I'll okay. tell you a lot more about it. But this is definitely some from some friends. Are we getting close at all in our in our taste? Yeah, you're yet? you're mostly close. Most mostly, mostly close. close. 
Huh. We said pine, so Close so this many. this is a local beer. I don't know oh, if that helps you narrow it down. It okay. was brewed and canned in Nashville, Tennessee. So, oh. uh, but definitely influenced by the West Coast styles. Okay. Uh, you were right, Mike. It is fresh. This beer was canned three days ago. There you go. Oh. Doesn't yeah. get much fresher. Yeah, I went and yeah. picked it up when I heard they were doing a new canning run. It's a pastry stout. Um, I knew it. <laughs> hey, we'll be right back just after this break. So much. Hey, welcome back to Sip, Sides, and Smokes. On today's episode, it is a bottle share uh, we're, that we're doing with a bunch of beers. And we were talking about the beer that Kendall's brought. And so far, we're like hazy and piney and fresh and... Sessionable. Sessionable. Yeah. yeah. And he said it's a local beer. It's so a local <sighs> beer. What yep. do you guys think? I'm. Uh, you want to throw up some fingers here? Where are we at? Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I, I'm going to... I'm outnumbered. Hmm. Uh, we're going to call it and say it is a Suds rating of four. And the big reveal. So, well, let me tell you a little bit about this beer. One of the things Dave put out is like maybe bring a beer you've been drinking in the summer or in the COVID lockdowns. And this is a beer I've drank probably about three cases of since the middle of March. Damn. Um, they did a fresh canning <laughs> run in March. And so I drank a lot of that fresh beer. Kendall, what have you been doing in the quarantine? I'll tell you right after I finish. And beer. you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of breweries in Nashville. And I'm fans of all of them. I'm in four different mug clubs, too. So uh, this is one brewery. I'm in their mug club. And this is the one I tell people to check out. There's a lot of breweries in town that get a lot of love and a lot of press. But this is the one I go drink at more often than not. I love these people. They're great people. And they are from San Diego, which is gives you a little hint in why this West Coast IPA is so good. They know how to make a good West Coast IPA, folks. This is... The New Heights. Yeah, Yeah. that is a good IPA. Jeff is killing it out there. But, Mike, you were wrong on the session. This is (laughs) 6.9%. You know what? You could session that beer. I mean, (laughs) it wouldn't last too long, but you'd, you know. Yeah, but I I love this on the bottom. Candles, uh, you know, 624. It's 627. That beer is three days old. That is beautiful. And I've got more if you want some. Well, this is a brewery that uh, we have not covered on the show, mainly just uh, so New Heights is it's in one of those uh, categories of breweries. They don't distribute, you know, uh, outside of metropolitan Nashville and um, great beers. And I've uh, I've been had a chance to brew with Jeff and some of the other staff there and uh, been on some of the uh, blends that they've done um, there at, at New Heights have three barrels of beer mm-hmm. uh, that are sitting there um with uh, some whiskey uh, barrels that I've I've done some private picks of. Um, nice. I love Naval Gazer, yeah. and I am such yeah. a fan of that. They do wine. different, yeah. I interesting styles. A Naval Gazer today. Yeah, they, one of the things I like about New Heights is everybody's got their own niche and is doing a different things. They've got one of the broadest selections. They do some kettle sours. They do a great, um, just a great cream ale, and they yeah. did a dry hop cream ale this spring, which was unbelievable. Their coffee cream ale. They're gobsmacked. Uh, barley, barley wine, wine the Naval Gazer Imperial Stout, all the barrel aged varieties. The plum just, sour. Oh, the yeah, that was so good. Uh, they did us uh, like a three percent Scotch ale back in the fall that I drank a ton of that. A, it that was, was a great beer. They're uh, just a great brewery. Their community series. Um, I think I think that's them, right? Like yep. they did the they community brown. brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think they did one or two more. Goodest so, boy. Yeah. So the uh, the the brown ale was uh, actually a result of a. Uh, homebrew competition they did with the local distributor um, oh, wow. with best brands and uh i was actually a judge 
um, at that, and uh, that brown was really awesome. Yeah, it's a really good beer. Um, that's probably one of the top three browns too. I've ever had. It was yeah. that good. But yeah, I love those guys. I mean, I love all the breweries in town, but somehow I always keep ending up there just because they're a great group of people and they're making good beers. Hey, yep. That'll bring yeah. you in. Well, uh, before we move along, just a quick reminder, that was the IPA from New Heights, New Heights Brewing IPA. in Nashville, Tennessee. And our such rating for that was a four. Uh, uh, well, we're going to move on to the beer that I brought today. Um, and we have poured it around. Smells kind of funky. Kind of funky. funky. Just uh, like Mike. <laughs> Wow. Get some big barrel nuts too. Yeah. Hmm. Good color on it. Ooh, there's some honey on this. Some kind of bourbon barrel aged wild ale. That would be my guess as well. Yeah. So uh, you yeah, said a, barrel a couple of times now. Just a saison hmm. with out of a barrel or saison in a barrel? Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Any other tasting notes? Do you like this? Do you hate it? I do like it. I like I, it a lot. Yeah, you're right. Lots of honey, Juliana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of sweet on yeah. on the front end, not on the back end. Someone get their hands dries on out. a It's a little barrel. astringent on the back end. Well, yeah, it, it kind of dries out on the at the very little, end. Yeah. Which just makes you want to take another sip. Exactly. This isn't Fleur de Lis, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just has <asking>. Wow. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Good, uh, good guess, though. I would say. Well, you know. But I like, I, I, to Drew's point, I like the dry finish because it tastes good. You just want to keep cycling it back through, you know. Mm. But you, you were right. There. It's, you said astringent, but it's not like a bad astringency. No. It's almost like no. tannic from the, uh, the from, oak or something. Yeah, like yeah. a really nice, like Sauvignon Blanc. You know, it's just dry, dries the palate, makes you want to keep going back to it, keep yeah. going back to it's it. It's a very layered it. beer. It's, it's, I think it's fairly complex. Um, there's a lot going on. Some different, a um, little bit of fruit in there. And too. different, like and, apricot almost. Yeah. Yeah. Different things, oh, yeah. you know, kind of bringing different things to the party. Um, Dish flowers. Both technique and Are there ingredients. any flowers in here? Flower? Uh, no. Really? Because I... Any soylent green? I could see almost like a rose hips any or like a hibiscus or something. There, are there people mm. in this beer? Are there people in... No. Okay. Well, that's people have their hand guesses. in this beer, there beer in, there's, there's beer in the people. Yeah, that's true. Is there uh, beer in this beer? There is definitely beer in this beer, for sure. How... Well, any other guesses? Any other comments? Here, let's see what your rating's going to be for this. Wow. Our Sudge rating for well, this you know is what? going to be a five. Huh? How about that? Did not intend for that to happen at all. Where, where is, we, can we get a clue as to where this is from? It is what region? from America? America. The state of South Carolina. That's mm. mm. No, no, no. Westbrook wouldn't do this, would they? Carolina Barrel House. <laughs> so yeah. there was a funny story that we had about this. So last no, night, no, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> so last night we uh, Westbrook. Wow. Wow. Holy mother of good Chalupa. on you, Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, Westbrook they did a good job with this. Yeah. So uh, this is a Westbrook 
uh, Belgian style triple. Uh, I am aged shocked. Dude. Two years in a sherry barrel. What? Um, this was bottled in um, 2017. So we normally don't date a lot of our okay. episodes, but it's been um, so it's been about three years. Uh, bottle condition on top of so the, the sherry two years. is that where like the those like a little bit of fruit notes come from? Yep. Oh my god. So gosh. I was. Um, and I was not too far off when I said Tezan. Oh, so, I didn't I mean, name the beer. It's called Juan. Juan. I think is uh, how you spell it. J-A-U-N-E. Yeah. So, that barrel, man. I'm probably I mean, mispronouncing that horribly, but... Uh, well, I don't yeah. even know. Of, it's, like it, it's reminiscent may, of the French Jeune, which uh, would be yeah. young. I know, but, yeah. yeah. I was close. Probably faking my way through it. God, um, this, I, you know, so I ran across crazy. this beer. Never had it before. In fact, I'm tasting it all right good. along with you. And I was just so intrigued to have a beer that had been aged in a sherry barrel. I've had so many other things been finished in a sherry barrel. Um, yeah, I, you don't get that very often. I've only had beer. probably maybe one or two other beers um, that I can think of that were aged. And those were like really big. Um, you Usually know, like a dark beer probably. Was, would. You know, I had a stout that was finished in a sherry yeah. barrel. I had a, a barley one that was finished in sherry. I like the barley one sherry. That was a... That was a pretty potent, That'd you know. Probably a nice well, they're because they're both yeah. big flavors. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. you know the triple things. is just kind of throttling back, you know, on yeah. a lot of the hop profile and acidic elements. And I, you know, when I saw this, I was like, "Hmm, that is either going to be really good or really suck." And uh, you know, there are so many of the other uh, age uh, barrel aged beers that I've had at Westbrook um, have just been really. Quite interesting. Um, we're a huge fan of a lot of a lot of beers at uh, Westbrook. Yeah, absolutely make the reference standard Goza. Um, you know, uh, for a U.S. based Goza for sure. True. And uh, Mexican uh, Mexican other oh, Mexican oh, cake. Yeah, yeah, Mexican okay. cake is really good. A lot of people really go after these beers, and they've been expanding a lot of their distribution quite a bit. I've I've run into Westbrook now probably in I don't know I want to say about fifteen different states. If I had to guess, uh, you know, some of their distribution footprints. So they were doing some of the evil twin beers too. Yes, uh, for a while uh, when uh, Yepe was uh, you still floating around, yeah. yeah. And I believe it still do some uh, evil twin uh, beers, probably. But uh, you know, I I really just when I read this uh, description, I I just kind of fell in love with it so i'm glad you guys really loved that's it. a really good beer to bring dude i mean that's Thanks. that's a yeah. bottle share beer yeah it falls in that category this is not something i've been drinking uh a lot of but it's a beer that i've been dying to share um especially straight up in a in a blind like this so it was really cool i'm glad uh i really enjoyed bringing it. i loved seeing all of your reaction around it and it's really something quite unique that i know that we don't run across yeah those kind of all the, time. the tannic notes from the from the oak like those at the are very really end. nice yeah yeah great beer and i would uh, tell uh, any of the brewers that if you're considering um maybe playing around with the sherry barrel do it absolutely yeah um i can see that this worked really well with the uh, belgian triple I would say that uh, sherry is going to uh, work well with with barley wine, or quad, uh, for sure, or quad Belgian quad, yeah. or you know Belgian strong. Period. You know, I think would work really well in a sherry barrel. So I look I bet, forward to somebody else's uh, spin on this. I bet the stout you had that was in a sherry barrel was probably pretty good too. Um, you know, it was distracting. That's the was thing it? I remember uh, about that. Kind of conflicted. Yeah, a it really bit. did. It was almost kind of like fighting mm. with it. It's interesting. Speaking of fighting. 
So I had a topic I wanted to bring up today. <laughs> Let's so, talk about Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, you bet. So I had I ran I had a uh, um, it wasn't uh, a fan. It was fan that uh, dropped me a note um, online. And they said, "Have you seen this?" And they dropped me this um, this link to uh, this group in Philly. It was actually a ruling that they were going to cut back on people that were having dumpster pool parties oh my in philly <laughs> and i just i'm like wait i'm sorry what did i just read there <laughs> like, so i'm like these people actually were creating pools uh in you know regular construction dumpsters and they would order the dumpsters and they would you know put them out on the street and they have you know so it was a quote unquote clean dumpster uh, is there such They're a thing? They're not really sanitizing yeah. them in between. Well, years. but I mean, like it wasn't like they pulled a bunch of trash bags it, out well, of they, it. They would have no. had to line it. Somehow they lined to get the water it. in. Yeah, they, they lined did. it. You know, and they then did. they and then they filled it. Get this, they actually just used the fire hydrants. Yeah, sure. And that was the Why problem pay for that water? they had. Yeah, that that was the big problem <laughs> that the city had. It wasn't that they were having a pool party in the dumpster. It was that you were using city water. I'm like, wait. That was the problem that you had. I think. Well, they if they pay for the dumpster, and it is know. Philadelphia after all. I mean, let's yeah. let's be honest. I mean, if they're not and if they're not setting it on fire, <laughs> I mean, that's a step forward. So I kept thinking, are these? Is this what Philadelphia Eagles fans do when there's no football? They they have to go this path. You know, it's like, do they sit in there and go fly Eagles fly? Da, 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 da. I mean, do they play that theme song? I'm just waiting for that, someone to figure I'm, out how to make a dumpster. Dumpster hot tub. Dumpster hot tub. I'm imagining they're probably listening to Kid Rock. Kid, yeah. Yeah. So that's this is how they get a jacuzzi going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Billy. So what we want you to do is go in the corner, and we want you to start farting. Yeah. And when I tap your nose, stop farting, okay? <laughs> so, they're like, hey, I need three of you guys to to put your uh, blow torches right on the outside of the dumpster. Let's heat this water up. Uh, so I asked our native uh, Pennsylvania, you know, yeah. I I asked her, are these people from Jersey that are just coming over in no. Pennsylvania? Okay, look, <laughs> I'm a fan of Justin Myers. I'm a fan of what he did because he was thinking outside the box. Look, if you were social distancing. Who's Justin Myers? And they were definitely not social distancing in the dumpster. I I said there were at least that. 15, I saw the 10 pictures, or 15 people man. in the photo. But you have nowhere to go. Okay, there are a lot of row houses. There's a lot of places to go other than a dumpster. <laughs> Apparently not. Does it? What does it say if you're if you're you know first? But, this but is my place to go. Here's what dumpster. I will say as as far as alternate pools go. Okay, so I went to college at Belmont University in Nashville. My second or third year, like maybe my maybe it was my first senior year. I don't know. I had a couple of those. <laughs> uh, I was living in the, my last year in the dorm. Came home one Saturday night, and uh, a couple of guys and a girl had figured out a way because we had the showers in a communal bathroom where uh, it was a block wall, but there was an opening for the doorway, obviously. They had figured out they put some plywood in front of the door and so and then and then covered up the the drains and then they filled it up with water. And then so the pressure of the water 
push the wood back Wait, against the wall. So, so it's Belmont's known it. for music majors. So obviously this was somebody they borrowed from Vandy, which is across the street. They, no, they with were, all of this engineering and they have an engineering school. Okay. Yeah, dude. We had some business majors. I mean it's a three practical idea. <laughs> so so there were two guys and a girl swimming around in the shower pool uh, <laughs> until somebody called you know, it's a Baptist college, so somebody eventually called security because there was a girl in the dorm in a uh, in a swimsuit. Yeah. That was the problem. That's what, yeah, yeah, that was, that the problem. was the problem. It was not the water damage, yeah. and you, you were know. probably drinking beer. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. It, it wasn't. It wasn't bootlegging the water or destroying the shower or anything. <laughs> or the old. They building. had a, a, a scantily clad young lady in yeah. the dorm. You, you yeah. can't have mixed bathing. Yeah. S- similar story. I went to high school where we actually did that, except um, it was a military boarding school and i won't mention the the name of it because um say i don't want to take away from their storied uh the lords of discipline but uh we we would actually do it as a an effort in order to clean our dormitory so we would flood the showers by taking garbage cans and blocking the drains yeah we skipped the uh the plywood because there was a uh about a foot tall block to keep you know the water in and then you would just push it all through the hallways and then slip and slide down the asbestos oh, tiles. Nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Wow. Very good. Now I know why it feels like that when I walk through that building. <laughs> <laughs> Literally um, squishy. Wow. Well, listen, if you have an alternative pool story, we'd love to hear about it here at Sip, Sides, and Smokes. We might feature it on a uh, follow-up to this story, but uh, for now, I'm going to ask all you people in New Jersey, keep on swimming. So let's move along. And Philadelphia too. Yeah, keep on dumpster okay, diving. Look, Justin hey, Myers, that, I think you're in. You should just enjoy blaming the people of Jersey. Hey, for does this that idea. redefine what dumpster diving means? Oh Absolutely. yeah, thank you. I used to hit the button there, Dave. There you go. Thank you. Uh, let's move on along to another beer <laughs> um, here from Drew. Wow, Drew. Yep. Well, Drew, um, what you got? I did not. You know, listen to. I have been drinking things like this this summer. Um, Here, just pass it. Pass your bottle. There you go. Um, but uh, it is not what you would call a summer beer. Um, mainly, you know, as as we have been quarantining, I have been taking the time to try and uh, clean out my beer cellar. Oh, this smells nice. Mm. Which is why I brought my beer because it cleaned out under your out of my cellar. Um, and I also was running late, so I wasn't Super able to stop and, and buy no, what I was is, was intending. This is no. There's no need to apologize for this. This is nice. Mm. So uh, this was brewed and bottled in 2014. Um, any any thoughts as to what the style is? Anyone? Uh, Belgian strong barley wine. Hmm. I, th- I think good old boy Kendall may be onto something there. I didn't even look at the bottle. I I'm didn't just, look at the bottle either. I don't it's, even it's know what this big. is. I, I can tell you it's big and it's malty, so it's probably a barley wine. It's got to be a barley wine. It's Evil I mean, Twins Freudian color. Slip. Well, at, there you uh, go. At 10.3 ABV. Oh, that's a barley wine. Woo! Ooh, wow. And uh, and again, was was bottled in 2014 and, and cellared for six years now. Mm. I think Oof. you did a good job. Well, we'll rate it when we come back, but I mean, I will tell you that this beer is... It's big. Big beer. Yeah. Yeah. But I like how time has worked with this, you know, quite favorably. You know, as with many barley wines. Oh, they always get better. They soften a little bit, you know, because everything is big and boozy when you Mm. first brew it. 
And you got to soften it down. Hey, we'll be bit. right back in just one minute. Hey, welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes. On today's episode, it is a bottle share, and we're going through a few beers uh, so far. We uh, just uh, got the reveal for the beer that good old boy Drew brought, which is the Evil Twin Freudian Slip. It's a barley wine that he's had aged in his cellar since... 2014. 14. All right. So So good five, six years, somewhere around there. Um. Great beer. In uh, you know, this is a great example of how time can be really kind to barley wines for sure, and not just barley wines. I I, I have taken a great pleasure in and if it's above ten percent ABV, and and I like it now, I'll usually buy a couple and put it back and try it six months, try right it a year, well. try yeah. it two years, and, and just see what happens. It's yeah. a really enjoyable and an approachable way to enjoy beers that you love and see how they change so you know i'm a big fan of bigfoot you know buy a six pack every year and set some aside it's just barley wines age really nice cellaring is is kind of a crapshoot because even if they're big they don't always get better but chances are they will change in a way that at least makes it interesting to think about well i like how this has brought the sweetness and the caramel you know component forward yep. in the taste profile usually barley wines are very abrasive you know uh when they're fresh i mean they're just like almost drinking battery acid well or, especially american barley wines yeah. because everybody wants to hop them more to make it you know like everything bigger you know and once a few years go by that hop character kind of fades away so you get back to the maltiness and it becomes actually kind of more of a an English barley wine in a way because you get back to where that that maltiness is the key component. Mm. Juliana, what do you think? I really liked it. Um, there's a little hot presence still, but it's soft and very approachable. I mean, it's it got a lot of flavor. Don't get me wrong, but really nice. And it's an interesting pick for it being the summer. You know what I mean? Like we think of light beers and maybe even fruity beers. Um, and we've had two light beers so far. Yeah. This is, it's really interesting and it's cool that you bring a barley wine to the table. Um, but it's still like I could see drinking this in the summer. It's, and it's cer- a good share beer. Yeah. It, it's certainly not something I would want to sit and crush no, at two o'clock in no. the afternoon sitting on oh, sitting God, on the no. porch. Really? Um, Depends on the day you've had. True, well, true. The state of the world, right? But um, I mean, I wouldn't have 20 of them, but I can appreciate a really good barley wine. Thank yeah. you for bringing this. Well, our uh, Suds rating here for the Evil Twin Freudian Slip from 2014 is going to be a four. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that, Drew. Great yeah, beer, dude. man. Yeah, this um, is nice. Yep. Both two really interesting seller grabs, you know, so far. Well, next up is Good Gal Juliana. She's passing her beer around. I'm passing a can passing a brown something. bag around. <laughs> brown bag around. I mean. Let's see, is this a? What region is this from? Oh. It's from your region, Kendall. This is from Kendall's birthplace. <laughs> taking out too much there. It's a small can. No, it's. Oh, fine. we've got extra. It's right. fine. Probably should have had this before the barley one. Um, it's fine. We didn't um, know. We didn't very know. malty, a lot of well, Pilsner. They, they pulled it out of the bag, so now uh, we know what it is. Yeah, very uh, very malt forward. Yeah, um, I do enjoy this beer. 
gosh. Um, and I, it's new. I, I mean, it's it a pretty, n- pretty well. It's new to here, anyways. This is uh, Bud Light Hazelnut. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> you're a real jerk. I know, really. Yes. Yeah, well, this is really light. Easy. This I get is not more named amaretto that fruit. than hazelnut. Thank <laughs> you. Know, you. Name amaretto. That I like that. Yeah. It's you know it's a session. It's a session beer, but it's got a, a little hot presence. I mean, you know, it's a beer. You're not just drinking, you know, something watery and beer like. Definitely in that lawnmower beer category. Oh, so it's this sure. is such the, a lawnmower beer. This is, this is the, hanging four or five yeah. or, or more. I would be shocked. This is the baby brother of an American classic. Is what it really is. Hmm. Yeah. It is. See where it's going, but it feels northern. Um, I'd say third coast. Yeah. Okay, look. This is only 3.7% ABV. Wow. Think about that. That's amazing because it tastes like beer. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, I was going to say Florida Cracker. Um, No. I mean, I I get no, but I get what you're going with that, Mike, because there is that component of it. Yeah, Florida Cracker is a beer made by uh, Scar City, and uh, um, that beer's a bit more stringent than this one. That's Um, a wit. This one is not. Yeah, this one's. Yeah, this this is beer. This is this is a session. This is a IPA. This is a Coors clone all day. But even (laughs) but even being a session IPA, it is at three point seven. That is. Sessionably, that's session. like a subsession. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. So, so here's the thing. Um, but this is summer. It is hot. At my workplace, I'm on call a lot, so I can't really have a lot of beer when I'm on call. I mean, I can't have any beer when I'm on call, but I'm on call so much that I really don't get to have any beer. Just Does that carry make any some sense? beers to work with her. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> but this. Is awesome to me because for as low ABV as it is, it still gives you flavor. It gives you hope, if you will. And I mean, it's from Michigan. What more can yep. you love? Ooh, you can't Michigan have beer. You yep. can't have and hope without hot. What it is? Well, Dave pulled it out of the bag, so I saw what it was. Oh, I didn't see what. Oh, it is. there you go. Bells, I love you. The oh. lighthearted ale. I love you. Here, let's and rate it's the this lighthearted beer ale. before we get too far down the the pike. Looks like it is our rating. It is so Bell's lighthearted, and our such rating is going to be a three. 3.7%. But I love this. They did a good job with it. I don't think they've been making this very long, have they? No, No. it just came out this uh, this year. I haven't seen it in our market. Yeah, this year it's new. Yeah. And I'm not, it's not that I'm like all pro low ABV beers. I mean, if you look at me, I'm a big, bold girl in many ways. So ABV has nothing to do with the price of cheese. However, this to me, this packs a punch for as little ABV as it is. And it's approachable for so many people. It's widely available. And I just think it's awesome. Yeah, it's a very uncharacteristic beer, I think, for Bells who, you know, we've... Uh, We've no, we've covered a lot of uh, Bell's beers uh, here on the show. Yeah. Um, definitely well, huge and, and two hearted, huge fans. You know, it's a classic. Yeah, I love yeah. the can art on this. It does harken back to the two hearted label. 
It and does. That is, but it's got Amer- a little bit more vintagey feel, you know. Yeah, yeah, the lighthearted is a great name for it. They they did a good job with this. Give it to Bells. They took their time getting out a session IPA, but uh, they did a good job with it. And yeah. I, I think you have to admit, Two Hearted is one of the best IPAs. It's one of my favorites. It's iconic. Oh, it's like iconic. Truly. That is yeah. like these standard for Centennial hops. People yeah. throw that word around a lot, but but it truly applies. To- I you know if there's anybody that I'm taking them through BJCP, you know, uh, competition. And I'm like, you, you don't know what Centennial is. Have that beer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah. is exactly True. what Centennial should taste like, you know, all day long. But, you know, we love Oberon. Um, and we have it quite regularly. It's really great. You know, we have access to a lot of great, you know, Bell's beers. So um, thank you, Shay, who uh, brought that beer uh, to the market. Um just a reminder, our uh, Sudge rating there for the Bells Lighthearted is going to be a three. Next nice. up is good old boy Dave's beer. Yeah, that yeah. We just everybody try it. Everybody. Try it so, to me what you think. It's almost like a pink characteristic yeah. to the color. It's interesting. It's a very interesting looking beer for sure. Yeah. Little, I don't know that. A uh, little bit of bitterness. Like, very dry. Like dirty dishwater kind of, you know. Dry is a good word for it. Strawberry beer. Yeah. It's a good. Yeah. It's a weird color, but it tastes good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That weird dry finish. Um, and it has, uh, you know, kind of a touch of malt kind of in the middle of it, you know. Um, feels like it's a head fake like it's trying to be something that it's not oh a head fake yeah i, I think you know actually it's a sports term dave has not sports been good ball. at hiding these beers so i saw the label yeah and i know what it is and you're right it is a head fake okay i didn't see that kendall don't give away everything with your broad shoulders like it's, it's a light version of something it's also a michigan beer it is another michigan beer michigan beer go blue yeah. Wow, two Michigan beers. Michigan, Go green and white. What guys, are you talking about? Did you guys coordinate keep, that? No, Michigan keeps sending all their daggum beers down here. So <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Drew, what do you think? That outside of Kendall's the only decent export, right? <laughs> um I'm enjoying this. I, I, I think I like it a little bit better than the than the last one. Um, mainly because there's a little more there. It's there, bigger, if ABT. you will. It's, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. Um, I, but I still you know find it to be crushable. Um I'm I'm having a diff, I'm having difficulty putting my finger on the like colors throwing me off. Gluten free version of something, you know. I don't know. I just it it tastes wow. like it tastes it tastes yeah, like right. you know a beer that somebody made and they said I need to Extract. cut calories or add water to this or or screw around with it in some way. That's kind of what this beer reminds me of. Is that it was. A very iconic beer, and somebody said, I want to screw with it. You know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. I love it. I think it's got a lot of flavor, but it, it the finish is something that's going to, it's throwing you on It's going to definitely, that dry, dry finish is definitely tossing me off. Well, you know, there's a style of beers, Mike. Well, there's a style of beers that came out of, you know, in the last year or so that some people love or some people like. And then some people I hate who, I hate brew who, who beers. are just <laughs> this is a <laughs> brew who beer. are just too <laughs> rigid oh. to oh. accept a new style of beer, you yeah. know, just too too set in their way. See, yep. and, and that's why I think I like this because I love this style. I think it's brilliant because yeah, I love yeah. a dry hoppy beer. That's all it's I had not, to get. Was, so 
This is totally a This is not beer. as dry as most. If this is truly a brewed IPA, it's not nearly as dry as I would so expect. Where did, I don't know so, that it's a so brewed IPA, but it's definitely a What would a you guys beer. rate this beer uh, without I, knowing what it is? Yeah, so we'll we'll go uh, we'll go a sud rating of three. Wow. How does he call that for his own beer? How did that work out? Well, because there were more threes than your one finger <laughs> that you put up. <laughs> so uh, so this is B forty three from oh, Old Nation, Old Nation uh, out of uh, I think Williamston, New uh, Michigan. Now this is the brute version of B forty three. So this is the brute no. version of M forty three. M forty three. So M forty three is one of my favorite. Great IPAs. beer. It's a good I love M forty three, and uh, I've had quite a bit of it. And it's and this, making the rounds. It's finally yeah. they're distributing a you know. They they were having some of the surrounding states, so you could find it in Pennsylvania. You could find it. So the first time know, I had it, in it Chicago, I think, was oh. in Pennsylvania a couple years ago um, when we went up to visit Juliana's family. And we got some M forty three, and it was like, dude, this is one of the best IPAs I've ever had. So then, great hot profile. Wandered into a Nashville uh, beer shop. A couple weeks ago, and now we're getting not only M43, but also B43, which is the brute version of M43. So I think they kept the same hot profile that they had with the I think M43. They kept, it tastes I think, very similar. I think they kept everything and except the yeast. And I think the they yeast. swapped the yeast out with, th- a, with a brute-based yeast. Um, and I think they probably fermented it a little yeast. different, um, maybe a little bit higher temp yep. or something, you know. I don't like this. I would not. In, <laughs> I'm looking at the can. It's you know seven percent ABV. It's like it half does of not what drink M43 like that. Used to be you know three grams of carbs for yeah. those of you that are watching your your uh, I carbohydrate watch, intake. I watch my figure all day long. It's because it's in if full you're a um, if you're a brute <laughs> IPA purist, which I don't even know if there's been time enough for that to become a thing. It's not as dry. No. No. As, um, and it's not as champagne-y, as you guys have said. Right. That's true. However, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Because no. those dry champagne-y brute IPAs, they're, they're kind of on the extreme end. Well, it's funny because I think probably one of the better brewed IPAs is actually the one made by Jeff at New Heights. Yes, that is he so does a good, good. one. I think that is actually a I think really that one's good, really good. I, I think that one was very good. I think Brute Willis from yeah. uh, Sean at Sean East Nashville. Good as well. yeah, Sean yep. did a great job. In with fact, the it, it was second place uh, in our Brute IPA show yep. that we did. Um, and but but they're not the driest of all Brute IPAs. Yeah. Not a fan of this. I I just I can't I can't imagine a me drinking you know this of you know saying I love that I want a full glass of that but I just don't see myself you know saying you should try this you know to somebody. You know, I, I just, would say you should try this because I've killed several cans of this this summer already. Hmm. See, I like this beer. There. I tend to look at brewed IPAs similar to like I look at champagne. And, you know, I evaluate it by, am I going to like this with some nice, you know, a nice platter or roll? I oysters? remember the brute show. I, uh, you know, you know, Mike was not happy. I was not happy about show. the give whole me, show. Give me a dozen raw oysters and give me a brute champagne or a brute IPA. This doesn't quite match up to that for me. 
Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, just a quick reminder of our rating here for B43 from Old, Old, Nation. Old Nation. Old Nation is a three. Three. Thanks for bringing that, Dave. Wow, hey. what a great flight of beers, everybody. Great bottle share, you know. Hey, if, uh, if you liked, uh, enjoyed listening to our uh, bottle share here, grab some friends, you know. This is a really great fun thing to do. You don't have to have a crowd of, you know, 40, 50 people to have a great bottle share. It just maybe takes, uh, you know, just five or six good good friends. And Stay some, far away from each other. Imagination and just far, tell them in advance, away. do not bring any brute beer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or Mike. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us here on this episode today. I hope you had a really great time. Hey, you can always find us exactly wherever you found us right today, um, as well as plenty of other places like radio, satellite, online at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Overcast is my site of the week here, and nearly any place that you can listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find a show is tap your wife and say, honey, I don't know how to get this podcast thing. Or what I do. any of the chicks on your phone, Alexa, Siri, or Google Play podcast, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day at Sip, Suds, Smoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Five stars. Five. Well, I want to thank uh, several of our co-hosts for being here, except for Dave. You know, Kendall, I love your blog. I am wondering what you're going to say about this Brute IPA. I really should do a Brute IPA post because I love it. I think it's a brilliant idea because I love dry, hoppy beers like Pilsner's. What's your your blog? Uh, My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. Thanks for being here. Good old boy, Drew. Thanks for joining us. I can't say that I didn't enjoy it. You freely chose to enjoy that Brute. I did. (laughs) Good old gal, Juliana. You sleep with the master who brought that beer. Yeah. Good luck with that one. There's a whole free can in front of us. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. And Pennsylvania rocks, especially the east side. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying the difference between Pennsylvania and New Jersey. (laughs) Good old boy, Dave. Thanks for being here. I love you so much, Mike. (laughs) And I love you too, Dave. Hey, it's good old boy, Mike. Come back, join us for another exciting episode of Sip, Sudden Smokes, and I will ask you to keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.